the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast, excited to bring you part two of our interview with Mike Clausen of Illumify. This guy has written and published so many books, some of them as a ghostwriter, just fascinating stories, and I'm having a great time. And I would love to hear from you if you're a writer as well. What has God put on your heart to write? You can email me, steve at verybold.com, steve at verybold.com. Now, join me as we learn more about Mike Clausen. Well, man, the storybook ending I want for that is that he reads that last chapter and the Holy Spirit convicts him. That's And absolutely. I mean, the word of God doesn't return void that God does something miraculous. Now, I know that's the Hollywood ending or the Christian right. Hollywood ending, but uh, man, that's, in, that's incredible. Um, so do you wish looking back, like you had just said no to this project? Do you have any regrets? I can't, I can't change the past. Right. I just have to look at God is was doing something. Yeah. Here. You know, I, I walked in pretty naive. I just assumed he was the president of a struggling third world country and he's doing the best he can. And in one sense, he is. And he's he's an ardent Catholic. I mean, he, I know he loves God, but mm. he's been bifurcated. And so there's this part that, you know, when he was a kid, he wanted to be a priest and wanted to go to wow. seminary. Uh, but there's another part of, a, of him that he got a taste of all that money and power and yeah. And this happens, I mean, here in the United States, just like it does in those African countries. And, and, uh, and, you know, I will say this. So the, the stuff that's going on in Sudan right now, all the, the, the rebellion, whatever, the president I wrote for, he's one of the people who's trying to broker a peace deal for the people. Oh, wow. And, um, so there's, a, you know, and, and it even makes me think about the movie. Um, let's talk about cultural references. Crash. Yeah. What I love yeah. about the movie Crash came out a long time ago. But right. what it showed was nobody is all bad. I mean, there's, yeah. there's still redeeming qualities in every person. And, right. and, and so I look at this man and he's got some pretty horrible things he's done, but I still think there's other parts about him that he does love God and he wants to do the right thing. Yeah. And we're all, we're all that same person at varying degrees. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's well said, man. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Well, any other stories before we just uh, talk a little bit about what you do with Illumify and how you help people and use your expertise and all your experiences to help other people, you know, to inspire and change lives or entertain people. Um, Anything else, any other stories you got? Well, you know, so I resigned as a pastor in 2015 and I just ran out of gas, just, I mean, I've been working weekends for 28 years and just yeah. needed a break. And and um, about a month later, I got pulled into the Ted Cruz campaign, the presidential campaign, and wrote uh, his dad's book, which uh, Raphael and Ted, you know, you're in Texas. You hear about Ted Cruz all the time. 
Yeah. And, and Raphael, I got to know Raphael really well. And I just mm-hmm. think the world of the man. And and uh, so it was, uh, you don't understand word count. It was a rush job. I had to write 70,000 words in seven weeks. That's crazy. fiction book. And so. Wow. Know, but I'm, I'm texting Raphael and he's traveling with, with Ted at these debates. And, and I'm watching the debates on TV and I'm texting his dad. I can see his dad. I'm texting his dad. I mean, it was the craziest experience. Yeah. But, I, but, 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 you know, and I don't, and I, we met in Ted's apartment and that was cool. I met Ted, but his, but his dad, I just came to grow to love him and he's the real deal. Mm. He would text me on Father's Day and Christmas Day and just, wow. Well. And, and those are the kinds of things that make, um, you know, the, this work meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So ultimately for you, I mean, it's about these relationships that sometimes you get to really forge, it sounds like. Yeah. 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 yeah well, we're a very relational co- company. So that's, that's, I, I love becoming friends with our authors. Yeah. And, and they do become friends. And, and, you know, we get a lot of repeat business from our authors because they have a good experience with us, but partly because we're relational and I run my company in a similar way to the way I pastored churches. And yeah. You know, people want to have a relationship with the people they're working with. And it's a business relationship, but right. still, they want to be understood. Uh, they want to know that the people aren't just trying to make money off of them, but they actually care. Right. And that's how we, we our company works. Okay. we. I want to talk about that. I also want to say this. I mentioned to you, I think by email, that uh, our friend Chris Fontanella had a ringing endorsement of you mm. and your company, Illumify. And he has done a book before doing turning to you guys and had a not great experience right and uh, man he just really sung your praises which is a great endorsement coming from a friend but also there is this endorsement from one of the i i mean is there a greater success story than in self-publishing at least for christians than uh william paul young and the shack i mean is there a bigger story than that and so yeah, go ahead. Well, he and I were we were speaking at a writers conference up in Winter Park, and um, and he was the main speaker, but I did like a, a, a an opener, like an appetizer. Yeah, appetizer, yeah. And he he sat in the back, and the whole time I'm talking, he's taking copious notes. Wow. And um, and then during the break, he came up and talked to me, and I have to say, and and he's kind of controversial. Yeah. Some of his theology is controversial, but but I've only had two conversations with people in my life where I felt like I was the only person who existed. And that mm. was my conversation with Paul. He was just so locked in yeah. in the conversation. And and I'll say, I don't know if I've met many people in my life who exude Jesus mm. more than Paul. Mm. And and so he he got my card and then he emails me later and says, Hey, he says, I get calls all the time for people asking questions about publishing. He says, I just don't have time to talk to them. Can I just send them your way? And I said, sure. That was about four years ago. So I get I get referrals from Paul Young all the time. And then yeah. we had a writer's conference a couple of years ago and I, and he was our speaker. He wow. in from his home in the Northwest. But yeah. But yeah so it's funny because I, we trade messages, text messages and, and, uh, and the other person we worked with is Philip Yancey oh. with him a couple of years ago. What? And uh, I was, I was his pastor. What? <laughs> so I've known him for about 20 years. So. Dude, I did not know this. What? So he during COVID, he was at home. Everybody's writing books. And he he uh wrote a book. Um I'm trying to think who the guy was from the 15th century, a pastor when they were going through a plague. 
And he took his writings, he updated it, wrote a book, he ran it by his publisher. Publisher didn't want it. So he called me. We had we had lunch, talked about the book, and uh, I had some ideas of how to convince his publisher to give him the rights to do it. So we ended up, it's called A Companion Crisis. And um, wow. so we got to work with Philip on his book. And, um, so and then he invited it? me to play golf. And it was the worst <laughs> golf game of my life. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, we've had a couple cool little things that, that God's done with Illumify, and so it's been fun. Yeah. The Philip Yancey then, uh, just so I understand your world a little bit better. So you you convinced his publisher or you tried to convince his publisher because he's kind of locked in. He can't just go and publish on his own. Is that okay? So when you sign a contract with the publisher, oftentimes they'll say we have the rights to your next three books or two books or whatever. Yeah, and, and so, but he had this book, and and I told him, well, you know, his his uh, his autobiography was coming out. It came out where the light fell. Came out, I don't know, a year and a half ago. Oh. And I said, what if you gave away this book as a way to capture email addresses, and then you can market your book? And he's like, well, let me go to my publisher and pitch it to him. And sure enough, they did it. It was about a forty thousand word book. Yeah. And, um, so they said yes, and so we published Philip's book, and. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That is, that is crazy. Cool. Um, certainly one of the most impactful books in my life. And I, I mean, going way back to where's God when it hurts, um, is just incredible. I mean, I haven't read it now in many, many years, but, uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's, that's quite an amazing, amazing writer right there. So how yeah. cool is that? All right. I, I want to back up and just say about William Paul Young, my takeaway is here's a guy who's one of the most successful self-publishers ever. Right. I mean, right. Absolutely. I mean, he sold, I don't, I don't even know, maybe, you know, but, uh, and he, when people are going to him saying, Hey, I, I want to do what you did. I mean, it sounds to me like if he was like writing the shack now, he would go to you. Like he wouldn't just do it on his own at Office Depot or whatever. He would he would go to you. So to me, like what an endorsement that William Paul Young yeah. is saying, hey, you want to know how to do it right? Go to Illumify. You want right. to, you want to publish? Go to Illumify. So what? It's crazy, man. Right. The endorsement well, you got. Come on. Well, you know, he oh. wrote the shack for his kids. Okay. And his kids loved it so much they shared it with their friends, and all of a sudden the thing just caught on fire. And yeah. he had pitched it to 30 different publishing companies. Nobody picked it up. So he formed his own publishing company, which is genius. And and he sold, I know, at least 17 million copies of his book. And um yeah, he is definitely a self-publishing success story. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. All right. Talk to us just, um, you know, for my writers that are out there. I mean, uh, I've loved every story that we've talked about, but maybe somebody is like always been thinking, oh, I just, I want to write a book or I've got this story to tell. Um, how does Illumify, man, what can you tell us what you guys do and how you help? <clears throat> so, you know, I, I get all excited when I talk about this, but good. Send it books change the world. And 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 all too often. Say that again. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm totally serious because I was talking over you. But then, as I said, say that again. It was like right out of your yeah. It's, say it again. Transcendent books change the world. Yeah. And and all too often, writers they try to do it themselves. Uh, they write books that lack clarity, focus, and and uh, and and appeal. And so what happens is they put out books that 
that just don't quite hit the mark. It drives readers away from their book, which defeats the purpose of writing the book in the first place. So Illumify, we, we publish books. We help our writers clarify their writing, make it better, uh, take it up a few levels. But then we release a book that looks, feels, and reads like a Zondervan or a Thomas Nelson or a Simon & Schuster book. And, and what happens then is because, because they write this book and we, we can do a high-quality published version of the book, it creates a platform of credibility for the writers, a transcendent in terms of like Michael Jordan's transcendent yeah. in terms of as an athlete. But it, it creates a platform of credibility for the author when they, sell, when they, when they share a transcendent message. Mm. and 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 so when you bring those two together that's a transcendent book that changes the world and, yeah. and and so i get so fired up about it i knew god called me to change the world when i was five i mean i knew it wow and, and but 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 when i left pastoral ministry in 2015 my calling didn't change so what we're mm. doing now is we're partnering with authors and changing the world yeah and and that's that drives me it gets me up in the morning and i get excited about it because you know we've got different authors they're around going around the world. They're speaking, they're sharing their story. Uh, Columbine shooting survivor. We've got a woman whose husband died in 9-11 as a firefighter and she's traveling around the country. She's speaking in churches, bringing her book with her. Um, wow. you know, we know the Bible has changed the world. Right. And that's the transcendent book. But, but, uh, but I just love being able to do stuff like that. That just fires me up. That's amazing. All right. I, part of me wants to ask you, you're, I'm going to let you pick and choose at the buffet. Part of me wants to ask, like, talk to me about, you know, you can't do it all. So you've got your team. And then part of me wants to ask five years old, what was this calling on your life? So you, you pick which one you want to share, uh, change the world at five years old, or talk to me about your team, which one you want. Well, I'll talk about our team. Um, over the 25 years I've been in traditional publishing, I've met different people who join me on my team. So our, our staff averages 20 years in traditional publishing experience. Um, our editorial director used to wow. work with Thomas Nelson. Um, the person who works with her, she's our like our book cover coordinator. She's a HarperCollins thriller bestselling author who attended the church I planted. She was an elder in the church I planted. What? And um, so it was before she wrote the books, her books for HarperCollins. So, what's, what's her name? I want to read her books. Uh, L.S. Hawker. Okay. And and uh, the Crying Game sold eighty thousand copies for HarperCollins Impulse. Yeah. And um, she has our website designs and whatever for authors. But but uh, I mean, okay, you'll 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 appreciate this. So another woman who's one of our one of our book coaches, um, her grandfather was Demo Shakarian. Wow. Had, uh, Oral Roberts. You'll have to give a little background. Yeah. Um, and he used to have a TV show, and she's been in Christian publishing for 40 years. So, so we just were able to put together a high-quality um, release, but it's just a team. I love the people that I work with. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of um, recidivism. I mean, it, it, everybody, I mean, we do have a lot of recidivism. Everybody stays there. Well, they all work together now for five, six years. Yeah. So we're working together. We can do a quality job. Yeah. So I love what we do. I love working with authors. If, if, if an author has a manuscript but it needs some work, um, we have book coaches who can coach you up to. We know where the level is that we can get it to where it's going to be readable. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so we try to position our authors for, for selling books. So Yeah, yeah. Give me an example. Um, I mean, you already did with Philip Yancey, you know, telling him, what about doing this? That's amazing. But I know with our friend Fontanella, 
Um, he originally was going to do one book and he told me some time ago that your idea was, Hey, you've got two books here, um, which is really cool. I want to ask you if you can think of a, just another author that comes to your mind that you just saw something and you said, Hey, what about pivoting this way? Does something come to your mind? I mean, it happens all the time. Okay. And, and, you know, I had an author who had a historical fiction novel and, and it was a good book. I said, you know, it's, it was really long, like 170,000 words. I said, you know what? I said, you should take, put it into two books. Well, he ended up making three books out of it. Wow. And, and he's a great writer. I mean, he lives local here in Denver, but a, a great writer. But, you know, what I, what we're trying to do is help, again, make the manuscript as strong as it can be. Right. Give advice. You know, I mean, I know 170,000 words is too long. This book's going to be this thick and it's going right. to be expensive and nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. So, you know, but we give that kind of advice all the time. Um, the uh, the Columbine survivor, she actually hung out with the gunman in high school. And oh, my gosh. Friends. And then she broke away from them her senior year because they were just getting too violent. But, wow. But, uh, she wrote a book. We ran it through a, a former copy editor. I took a look at the manuscript. I'm like, no, this isn't good enough. This is going to be a high profile book. So mm-hmm. I spent a weekend. Uh, I wouldn't say ghostwriting her book, but reworking her book. And my and my editor is in DC, and I'm doing one chapter at a time. I'm sending it to him. He's copy editing it. Next chapter, copy edit, and and it became a much better book. Um, wow. So uh, you know, I mean, but she was like a high profile author for us, and we wanted to make sure that the book looked right. Right. So, right. What's the copy editor do? What just explaining to people who are watching or listening, think about writing a book. What's the copy editor do for the author? So, so we require a professional copy editor for all of our books. The copy editor, they, they um, smooth out the grammar, the rough parts. They, um, they flag problem areas. They conform it to the Chicago manual of style, which is a style manual in traditional publishing. So yeah. it looks like all the other Simon Schuster releases. And then right. they prepare the manuscript for typesetting. The typesetter does the interior formatting, but it needs to be prepared for them before they receive it. So um, and our copy editors, we probably have, I don't know, six or eight. And 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 it all, all depends on the project. Some are stronger than others in certain areas. My editorial director, he and I work together for a political news organization. So some of the more political books, he does those edits. Yeah. We have editors with MDivs that if it's a deeper theological book, it just depends on. And and then uh, our fiction author, L.S. Hawker, Lisa Hawker, she does a lot of her novels because she's a novel writer. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on on the book. Okay. All right. And uh, just as we kind of start to close it up, just uh, somebody watching today, maybe they're getting fired up. Maybe they're nervous. What, um, you know, what's kind of the next step for them? Well, sign up for the Power Writers Report. Um, You know, that'll give you a lot of information, gives you information on how to get hold of me. I make time in my schedule for a free consultation. Um, And, and, you know, if you just want to pitch some ideas by me and say, what do you think? Is is this legit or not? Um, I'm, I'm honest, but I'm kind. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it doesn't help to just be told what you want to hear. Right. Uh, you know, so I want to be honest and, and, uh, you know, honestly, answer to God for the way I run this company. So if I'm trying to just right. pitch something just to get him to do business with us, you know, that's wrong. And, and I can't do that. So, you know, um, but you go to lumifymedia.com, I-L-L-U-M-I-F-Y media.com. Um, and uh, you'll see a place where you can make an, an appointment with me and let's talk and let's just, you know, I'm all about uh, possibilities. Yeah, I want to I want to explore possibilities for your book, and and what what could God do with your book? And and we do we don't do just Christian books, but eighty five percent are Christian. But if you have another idea that isn't necessarily in the Christian market, that's fine. 
let's yeah. let's dream together and let's brainstorm ideas and let's figure out the right audience for your book and the right way to market it and let's position it to to change the world or even just give a good story yeah. that people want to hear um yeah. or want to read all right last question i felt like man i could have just finished with that it was like oh that's so strong we'll finish right there and then i couldn't help myself what does Illumify offer in terms of like helping with the marketing plan or process? Yeah, we offer different things. We do, we create websites. We, we can create web, uh, book trailers, 60 second video on your book. We do some other um, marketing things that, that uh, can promote your book. Um, okay. uh, oftentimes you do it with free ebook giveaways. And if you've ever heard of BookBub, it's another way to market people's books. It's a cheaper way. It's not. It doesn't mean you have to give away print copies, but but uh, we do give some marketing ideas. the The bottom line, though, in traditional publishing as well as hybrid, which is we are self publishing, book promotion always ultimately is the responsibility of the author. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and and Philip Yancey, when we get together, he's like, "Oh, my publisher's not doing anything for me." Well, it's true for all of us. We all mm-hmm. have to do it, but we try to get the ball rolling at least get you going in the right direction. And then if you want to call me later and say, hey, what do you think of this, this, or this? I mean, you know, if you're an Illumify author, you can always make an appointment with me and let's just talk again about possibility. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff, man. It's good stuff, Mike Clausen. All right, uh, I'm going to put it back in your your court. For just anything else you just want to say to uh, somebody watching or a writer, uh, anything else? I mean, you covered it, I know. So I'm like... You're like, yeah, I said that, Steve. I, I think I said that. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a lot of self-doubt. What I find when I when I write my my weekly email, yeah, mindset is the biggest thing that people respond to. People go, I can't do it. I don't know how. Mm. Uh, what, what? I'm putting myself out there. I'm, I'm being vulnerable. And and uh, don't let those stand in the way of releasing a book that is burning in your heart to to release. And if you have and 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 so if you have mindset things you're dealing with, just doubts, let's talk. Um, because, you know, we all start out, the first book we ever, everybody writes is not as good as the future books. You know, yeah. uh, my first book, I look back at it, I'm like, wow, I can't believe, you know, but, but you know, we've got tools, we've got ways to help you. Yeah. And, and encouragement. Just don't let those doubts stand in the way of you. If there's something burning inside, don't let doubt stand in the way. Yeah. So, um, or fear and, and people get really afraid of putting themselves out there, telling their story, being vulnerable. Yeah. Um, it, it's scary. And, and, uh, but we'll coach you through it and tell you, you know, here's what you should include. Uh, you don't want to use this person's name because it's going to take them off or they may want to sue you or whatever. And uh, yeah, we'll, that's good. On that. That's good. All right, man. That is Mike Clausen power writersreport.com. I get this email every week. It's amazing. I've already sung uh, its praises and Mike's praises as a just amazing writer, but also can't you tell what an amazing person he is? Uh, Not every writer is that personable and relatable and relational. Um, So that makes Illumify Media uh, even more special. And I, I really do look forward to just for me, God's timing on working it out and getting to work with you, you and Illumify. So, um, but I know somebody else out there is watching and it is the time and it's the time to have a conversation with Mike. And it's the time to say, man, it is burning in me and we got to do this. And uh, I just love how you're, you're just in people's corner, Mike. Um, and it's, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm very 
just very excited by what you do and uh, just can't wait to get to work with you. So, well, thanks for um, having me on, on your podcast. This has been, it's just always fun hanging out with you, Steve. It's always fun hanging out with you, Mike. And um, yeah, I really wanted to have you on. I love having difference makers and I love having just people with, uh, not to borrow from Liam Neeson, but a particular set of skills. Uh, I mean, you have some amazing, amazing writing skills and then to combine it with a passion to help people is just, it's an, it's beautiful. So I want people to know you and know about IllumifyMedia.com and PowerWritersReport.com and get Get that email. I want to hear from you. If you get that email, um, what you think, I've forwarded it to a couple of my writer friends. Um, get on there and let me know what you think. Steve at VeryBold.com. If you've forgotten anything, Steve at VeryBold.com. I'll get it for you. And I just want to remind you, we'll close with this. Just, uh, man, we, we got some gifted writers in the Bible, like the Apostle Paul. And, uh, man, inspired. Talk about inspired. And I'll just close with this. It's why we're very bold ministries it's why we're very bold radio and podcast and very bold scrapping uh everything we do we're trying to be very bold and we're trying to push that fear aside and the way that you push that fear aside is to embrace the love of god and sometimes right where you are today you just have to take your eyes off of yourself off of your own insecurities off of your own doubts you have to look to jesus you have to say okay i'm in this boat but jesus is calling me outside of the boat i'm going to walk on that water but I'm going to keep my eyes on him. And guess what? Even if you get tripped up, what's going to happen? You're going to call out and he's going to grab you. And he might even still kind of zing you and say, why'd you, why'd you start to doubt? I had you. He has you. He has you and he has me. So rest in that hope. The apostle Paul, he had different experiences, but he was always able to look back and say, man, the hope of Christ that we have, man, the life and the love that we have that pushes aside everything else. This is how he said it a lot better than I'm saying it. Second Corinthians three twelve. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very bold radio and podcast with your host Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's word and through inspiring interviews. Go to verybold.com for information and updates, and email Steve at verybold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.